I'm back stripped down. Super excited to have this power woman in my house today. We are actually organizing and working today, but we want to take time to sit and do a podcast. I have the amazing Elsa of Composed Living, mama of three, like super organizer and her team extraordinaire. I can't even tell you. I can't wait to get into all the things we've been doing in my home and in my office and everything but Elsa welcome to strip down thanks so much for having me you're welcome like the greatest intro ever Ah, I love you (laughs) always announce my entrance I mean it's so true you are like super organizer I mean I know obviously there's so many different organizers out there but like I've experienced you firsthand I've seen you work at other people's places especially other mama communities that I work with and like just the way you do it it's like I mean it all kind of goes with like you know your title composed living it's like you really make it about like what you're living in and the person's lifestyle versus just, hey, we're just going to organize you and you're going to look great. Yeah. You know? Sure. Um, I think that's such a good, <laughs> you got Oscar in the background. <laughs> Thank you, Oscar. Appreciate that. Uh, come on. The puppy wants to be. Go. Come on. Outside. Not going to make noise during this podcast. Let's go. Out, 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 out. He's like, I will not go out. Oscar, come on. Come on. <laughs> saying you know composed living to me is all like really encompassing of like that it's really your life and your lifestyle and I feel like you really do a great job of that and like keeping that in mind whereas like no shade to other organizers everyone has their things but I've worked with other organizers before and I feel like it's just more of like let me just organize you and let me leave and then it looks great for like a day a mm-hmm. week maybe but then all of a sudden I'm back to square one and I'm like oh fuck what did they do yeah. and I'm just like everything's everywhere and like I am so proud to say it is not 100% perfect, but if you go upstairs, yeah. like, in my bathroom and in my closet and everything you've done, even in the office, like, things, for the most part, have stayed from the way you worked on it. That's awesome. That's exactly how it's supposed to be. Um, and you know firsthand from us working together on both of those spaces, like, we spend so much time getting to know you first and figuring out how do you live in your space, what's the most important thing to you. Because you're absolutely right. If I just came in and did things the way that I wanted them to be, there's zero expectation that you would be able to function exactly the same way that I would or any other person would in your home. So it's not going to help anyone if I just come in and I'm like, well, I want it to look this way and I don't really <laughs> care if you can maintain it or you understand how to right. do it. Right. You're organized. That's okay. I did my works. job. Right, yeah. right, right. And so when we talk to new clients, we try to stress that so much that like, there are so many organizers, especially in Los Angeles, and everybody has a different way of doing things. Oh, everyone's an and organizer so, now. Quote yeah. unquote. It's like the same with stylists. <laughs> I'm a stylist, but like, really yeah. there's like a real like method and yeah. madness to it. And you need to work with someone who understands you and is going to be able to set up an easy to maintain solution for you personally. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot less for me about like the beautiful after photos, even though that's like so rewarding. And of course, the beautiful aesthetic. Those. Yeah. But not everybody lives in like, you know, the Pinteresty kind of. Yeah, I'm definitely not a Pinterest mom. And not yeah. everybody <laughs> can maintain that. And so it's so important that you find those solutions that are really going to work for that person. And so it's, you know, a little bit about the aesthetic, but mostly about the functionality and the like really easy to maintain solutions. Yeah. Well, um, let's take it back. It's I would, not going to work. Right. And I would say, let's take it back. Let's start with, you know, you're a mama of three, you know, you've 
you know, started Composed Living how long ago now? Um, it's been almost four years. That's amazing. Yeah. So how did it start? Why did it start? Like where, where were you, you know, in your career that made you say, hey, I'm going to start this business, Composed Living, and like this is how it's going to go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> take us, uh, take us back. <laughs> such a fun question. I love telling this story because I hope that it will inspire other people to just kind of do exactly what you're called to be doing. I mean, I've been such an organized person my whole life. It's like something that is so ingrained in me mm-hmm. that I can't remember not. My mom wishes that was me. <laughs> Your mom is like going to be my new best friend. Yeah, I, I know. I, mom, I know. My mom's already like stealing you away from me and fly you over to Florida to have you Love organize. This. <laughs> Love this, Allie's mom. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, my whole life, I kind of was very goal oriented. I was so focused. And for some reason, I was like, I'm going to be an attorney. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Mm. And that was, I was like laser focused on that. I even knew at the age of like nine where I was going to go to law school. Like I was going to move to Seattle. I was going to go to UW, all of these things. So I did move to Seattle. I did do a bachelor's in philosophy. Like I was on this track. And then when I realized I was pregnant with Lucas, uh, you become a mom and like everything changes. (laughs) Yeah, life shakes up just a little bit. (laughs) And so I was still in college, like and navigating motherhood and like very young motherhood and he got sick one day and then I realized like here's this fragile little person who is now like the great love of your life Mm -hmm. and I don't want to not be present for that and if I'm just now going to be embarking on this like huge adventure of law school and then working 100 hours a week and all of this I'm going to miss out on this and so that kind of I was just like okay well we're done with that so now what and so I just got like a job Okay. I was like, great. I was working at like a day spa. Okay, a just to have something. Yeah. I was like, right. I just need something. Like it has yeah. nothing to do with my degree, whatever. but like I don't know what I'm doing now. <laughs> um, and then it turned out that like I was really good at being like an office administrator. And so I kind of worked my way up over the next 15 years. Uh, and I was always like building teams of people and sort of like coming from a natural place of leadership. And with my same organized mind, uh, I ended up basically my career became working as like a head of operations Mm. across all sorts of industries. And that was my focus was like, how can we make so that people are the most productive and the most efficient, but also like living their best quality of life? Yeah. And I was so passionate about it. I went back to school. I got a master's in organizational leadership. Wow. And I just loved working with people one on one. Also, I loved helping businesses become more profitable by like putting in really good systems that were going to make everything more efficient. Uh, So I did that for a really long time and it was awesome. I loved it. It was super successful. And it worked with like motherhood and everything. It worked like all of the people that I worked with were so understanding of my schedule and flexibility and all of that, which was great. That's such a blessing. It's such a blessing. And I was very fortunate. Uh, And then I, so I was in a company that I just loved and unfortunately they were based in Denver mm. and this was right when Chad and I were talking about getting married and blending and that's our your husband now together mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they were like well we love you you've been here for three years but now since you're on like the senior leadership team we're gonna need you to live in Colorado and I was like oh oh well, that doesn't work for me <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh little just a little hiccup I was like me I mean I thought about it for half a second well, Colorado's I was like I'm beautiful. sure that I don't want to start my marriage by living in another state. Yeah, understandable. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, So I left that company, and then I was kind of back to that same place of like, well, now what am I supposed to do? Like, here's this thing that I just spent 15 years dedicated to. Right, and building and growing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I had the luxury of time, which was really nice. I was very intentional about not wanting to rush into something else uh, because we had just gotten married. Chad's kids were little. It was so important to me that I was there and like able to make everyone feel really comfortable through that transition. Oh my gosh. When we got married, they must have been like four and six. Oh yes. They were little. Yeah. Yeah. And so Lucas was a little bit older, like almost 16, um, you know, that's a really tiny age. And even though like they had been with me, like they, that's kind of all they ever knew was Mm -hmm. us being together. Uh, Still, it's like, that's a weird transition. We had moved to the Valley, like just so many things happened at once. Anyway, so I'm sitting there being super intentional. What am I going to do next? And I kept thinking like, if only I could just like help other people organize their homes, Mm -hmm. that would be the best job. And then I was like, why do I keep saying all the time? I mean, like throughout my entire life, it was like, what a great job that would be if only I could do this for someone else. And then I was like, wait, but why can't I do it for like, that's an actual job. And I could just be doing that. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So I sat there and I was like, well, what would it take to like get started? I was like, well, I guess I would need a name. And so I just sat and like journaled out. I was like, what are all the words that just really feel right to me? And I didn't want it to just be about organizing your home. I always knew that like living an organized life, like your home is just one aspect of that, but there's also like the mental aspect of it. There's the emotional side, there's your work life. It's the whole balance of how you're actually living. And it's not just about your home. Your home is like one expression of those things. Right. And so I wanted to choose a name that would reflect that. Okay. And I came up with Compose Living and then I was like, well, I guess I need a website. So how do I do that? And I was like, Google, right. how do I build a website? Right, right. Like all the things. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like Instagram. And then it just kind of grew from there and it just felt so right. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's really great to share, especially for others listening who, you know, maybe are in a job that they don't necessarily want to be in or want to change what they're doing or just want to start a business. It's like, yes, you can do it. And of course it takes work and everything, but it's like, like you said, for you, it was like, you had this idea of like, oh, this would be amazing, you know, for me to do with a job. Why can't I do it? Yeah. I can. Of course you you can. And you can do it on your own terms. And I kind of took my sweet time with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like. Sometimes that's a good thing though. It is, but also it's like when you know something's right for you, I feel like you just feel it in your bones. You do. And yeah. yeah. And so in those moments, I always know when something is just the best thing for me is when I don't have to think about it. Like when I found out I was pregnant with Lucas, I was like, yes, I will be a mom now. There was no like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous or what about? It was just like, yes, it's happening. So let's just dive into it. (laughs) And then same, like when I heard about this grad school program, I was like, yes, I will apply. And then three weeks later, I was like, I'm taking classes. Wow. Uh, when I saw Chad, like he literally hadn't even turned around yet. And I was like, <laughs> we will be married. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's just like kind of in you. And, and then, yeah, life. when he proposed, I was like, what took you so long? <laughs> like I've already known, like, thanks for finally catching up, guy. Oh my God, so funny. Uh, you that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's always done that. I think we both have always known. Uh-huh. Like, when you are right about something, you're just right about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when like I came up with the phrase composed living, I was like, yeah, that's it. And I passed it by other people and they're like, I don't know. I don't really like it. I was like, well, I don't really care. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, listen, it was a formality for me to ask your opinion (laughs) and I don't care. I don't really. (laughs) This is right. Yeah. I was like, I already know this is what I'm doing. I already know. Uh, yeah, so it just felt really, really good. And then, you know, of course, the rest of what happens after that is 
life. You know, it's like busy. It's hard work. It's a lot of like ups and downs and, uh, you know, self-doubt and like all of the things. Mm -hmm. It's crazy difficult, but so rewarding. And every morning I wake up and remind myself, like I have the luxury of creating a life that is exactly the way I want it to be. Mm -hmm. And that's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah. So that's That's awesome. That's my favorite. That's how I got here. Yeah. I love it. And so obviously here we are four years later, you've been working on so many different amazing projects Mm -hmm. and different homes and spaces. And I mean, and it's taken you even outside of just working with regular clients. I mean, you just did stuff with HGTV, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. I'm going to say that. Yeah, you can. Oh my gosh. You're so sweet. I totally forgot about it already. No, that's a big one. No, 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 mama. Um, Yes. That will come out this summer. That's so cool. So as always, everything in production takes forever. Um, And like, so you've been in all these different, you know, spaces and working with different influencers and, you know, public figures and different people and the communities to be able to create you know, like you said, in their home or in their office or their garage, like you've had a lot of different spaces, right? Like it's not just the home. Oh yeah. Even though when you first obviously envisioned it was like, oh, I can work on their home. Of course it went everywhere. It's yeah. It's definitely taken us outside of Los Angeles. It ends up being a lot of like therapeutic discussions too, (laughs) which is totally, yeah. It's like, that's my jam though. Like those are some of my favorite parts. I think what, and you can speak to how you have felt throughout this process, but for me, it's like the anticipation of knowing not just that someone's home is going to look different, but like the whole energetic flow of of their life is going to be different. So you already know, like I, I can see that you're going to feel amazing mm-hmm. afterwards, even though it's like a lot to kind of process and get through to get yeah, to that place. <laughs> yeah. But when you leave someone, it's like, I just get all warm and fuzzy knowing that like you now have so much more space around you to bring in new possibilities, new and exciting things into your life. Like you're going to feel so calm and so peaceful. And it's when people reach out like a week afterwards and they're just still so pumped on it. I love that part of it. Is that like one of your favorite parts of your job? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like when someone like a week later or two weeks later is like, I'm still just standing here (laughs) and like loving how I feel in this space because that will stay with them now forever. Like you'll remember that really warm, like delightful feeling Mm -hmm. of being in an organized area and you'll want to keep recreating that. Right. And so then they go through the rest of their house set and kind of make it feel the same. But right. so really, true. yeah. Well, and I told you, like, you know, Justin, my husband, who is not someone with energy and not someone who's like <laughs> touchy feely or anything like that, anyone that knows my husband or has watched my husband on, you know, strip knows that's my husband. And like, he even, I told you, was like, uh-huh. oh, when he walked in the bathroom, because that was the first space we chose to work on. And he was like, oh, wow, has such a different feel, mm-hmm. has such a different energy. It feels so good in here. And I looked at him like, what? What did you just say? Yeah. Like, I was shocked, you know, for him to say that, you know? Yeah. And he's like, but I but I feel it. Like, I, I see it and I feel it and, like, it feels so good. And he's like, how do you feel? And I'm like, no, it feels like a weight's been lifted. Like, it feels so good in here. And I, mm-hmm. and, and I told you, I really appreciated you starting with my bathroom because when we discussed working together and doing all these different things, you know, I had told you first I felt like I should my office because I was pregnant, because mm-hmm. things were transitioning in my life, having another baby, talking about making the office a little bit more, you know, room-esque appropriate and then being at a podcast in there and do my influencer work because a lot has shifted it's not just styling anymore yeah you know and trying to shift things around you were like that's great and we can do that but I appreciated that you were like but like what is the space in your home that like you like have as like your safe space or a space that makes you feel good and I was like well that's my bathroom and I was like but I don't feel like that's much work and you were like but we should start there 
because that's your like safe space. That's your sanctuary. That's where like you feel good. That's where you start and end every day. Right. Yeah. But I would have never thought that. And I think that's a testament to you and like the way you work in organizing is like, you know, you bring an organizer in, you tell them like, I need A, B, and C, and D organized. And they could literally just go A, B, C, D. Mm -hmm. But you were like, well, explain to me why we should do office garage first. I feel like this is like your, what you said, this is your sanctuary. This is where you start and end your day. This is obviously where you spend a lot of time. I should be pregnant. You take a lot of baths. Like this should be where we start. And I was like, oh, okay. And I really didn't yeah. think anything of it. And, but now, even now, it's been like, what, a month or so since we did the bathroom? Yeah. And it, like 90% of the, of the stuff is still the same. And it feels so light. It feels so good. And it's like every day I walk in there and I'm like, ah, like really Aww. laughing to the side. But Yay. it's like really just so nice feeling. And yeah. it feels so Love good. that. My mind doesn't feel cluttered. I don't feel overwhelmed when I go to reach for a product. I know exactly mm-hmm. where everything is. And I can just do my skincare routine put it back where it belongs and move on. Like even last night, Justin was like, oh, I think we're out of toothpaste. I need to order yeah. something. And I was like, wait, <laughs> check the back stock in the closet. He's like, we have back stock? You know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it's labeled. And Maddie like put together a whole back stock area and like it's labeled. And he was like, oh, teeth. He's like, oh, yes, yeah. here we go. And he pulled it. He's like, that was such a great idea. Like, it's so nice. <laughs> yeah. No, and that was so important for us to set up for you because being an influencer and knowing like all of these products are going to keep coming in for you to test out and try. But if you don't have a place to put them afterwards or to keep them so that you can try them and they're not just like going to waste, then how are you supposed to like handle that influx of stuff? Right. And it's so So not only was it for me about giving you a space where like you can wake up and start your day and like feel really glamorous and feel very calm because that's a lot to be Mm -hmm. pregnant and have a two year old running around (laughs) and be like just a crazy busy, you know, in your work life and home life. Uh, So having that safe, comfortable, like serene space, but also that's such a huge burden to alleviate as like now when a package comes in, it's not like excitement and anxiety of like where's this gonna go it could just be about the excitement and then you know like okay it's a face product it's gonna go here or it's you know teeth it's gonna go here like whatever and it has a place to live which is awesome yeah well and you literally detailed it down to like I mean like the boobs like department for all my stuff of like nursing and like from having Amelia for a second baby and like for postpartum and like skincare and teeth and sun you know care and all these things that like honestly I'm guilty of not even knowing half the stuff that I mm-hmm. had and I even needed these categories and you're like well of course you do because you have the products to be in these categories so you need to have it set up so that you know like this does not blend with this and that's yeah. why you're overwhelmed is because everything is together. all in one space yeah. yeah absolutely and that's probably our like number one organizing tip for everyone because this works in every space of your house is you have to keep like things with like. And so if you just have all of your beauty products and they're kind of like thrown into a medicine cabinet or into a big like cupboard, it's really difficult to open that and see every, like to truly see everything that you have. And so when you have one section that's like, this is just sunscreens or like this is just face serums, then you know like, oh my gosh, I have 25 face serums and yeah. only this one face. So I'm right. probably not going to get through all right. of these. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> or if you look at it and you're like, oh, that's empty. Like I, this is something that I need to buy now. Otherwise, this is a problem that people just run into and they like they open something and they're like, oh, well, I can't easily see sunscreen. So I'm just going to like order more right now. And then they find it like one here, one there, one in the garage. It's like, well, you actually had like 40 sunscreens. You just didn't (laughs) see them all in one place. Right. 
And so, you know, same with like your household stuff, like keep all the paper towels together, keep all the cleaning products together. That way, when you're out of something, it's like really easy to tell. And then you're not wasting money. Yeah. Yeah, Because you don't want to order stuff when you already had it somewhere else. Which I feel like a lot of people are guilty of. And we've talked about this, you know, off the podcast, like, oh, the overconsumption that everyone does with shopping and whether you're in the influencer world or not, which is shopping or ordering on Amazon, all these things. And you don't realize, but I already have that. But because yeah. like you said, you can't see it or it's not accessible to you. Mm-hmm. To you, Justin would have ordered toothpaste last night. Easily. Yeah. Like he was going to go on his phone and hit Amazon. And I was like, wait, yeah. <laughs> did you check the closet? You know, that's our back stock. And he was like, oh, we still have three tubes. And I'm like, there you go. You know, yeah. but like I also am guilty of that. And I would have never had that conversation with Justin mm-hmm. had you not created that system for us. Yeah. Well, yay. Know, right? So it saved you from ordering and, toothpaste. I know, right? Saved us money and our sanity of like not having so much stuff. And I think yeah. also too, that's a big testament to you and the way you and your team work is like you and Maddie really in my bathroom, like let's be real. I mean, anyone that watched the stories, you know, um, closer to the holidays and I'll repost this, but like when you looked at how much stuff in my bathroom, I remember my mom was like, oh my God, yeah. Allie, like, where was I, all of that hiding? Yeah, like, <laughs> what the hell, you know? And like, and again, I am an influencer. This is part of my job and the yeah. content creation and blogging and all that. But the influx and how much and the, all the way you guys laid it out. I mean, when I first walked in, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have an anxiety attack. And mm-hmm. you were like, okay, don't come in right now. We're still like getting everything together. And then when I had come back, as much as it was still a lot and it could feel daunting for the moment, you guys do a really good job of walking you through and being like, okay, but let's just pick one category. So like teeth, here's all the things are teeth. Don't look at anything else. Yeah. Sit here in this pile. Like, what do you want to keep? What are you using? What do you still need for work stuff? Mm-hmm. What are we going to purge? And like, you guys really helped me purge a shit ton so of much. stuff. We've like, like three huge bags. Yeah. I mean, you guys were like, like out the door <laughs> carrying them out. It was like Christmas presents for our, all of our assistants. Oh, yeah. Like all our friends, cleaning people. I mean, like anybody in your world, my world, it was like, oh, well, here's all the presents because everything's like still new brand new amazing stuff yeah Yeah. great brands I love that I love when we can find really meaningful ways to repurpose things that you can't possibly use Mm -hmm. all on your own yeah that's the best yeah well and I think you do a really great job of that and also speaking of repurposing like I love how also when you went through my bathroom like as you went through it was like oh okay so do you really need all these nail polishes and it was like no it was a collaboration I had done I didn't need all of them. And it's like, okay, and you also need them all in these boxes because they're taking up a ton of space. Mm-hmm. And you guys were like, but let's save the boxes because we can repurpose them. And you did. And you put them in my makeup drawer that's like really shallow, really oh, thin. Yeah. I've tried to organize that, that thing freaking so many times. So did my mom when she was here and she was like, there's just like nothing that fits. It's so and, shallow. They yes. don't make products that are that, um, that are that small. Right. And these were perfect. And they're yeah. just literally the pieces of top of the box and the bottom and they slide in but it makes like when even my makeup artist when she comes here every time she's like oh my god I can see where all your lipsticks are I can see mm-hmm. where your highlighters is your blushes like I can recommend yes let's use this yeah. palette today I don't have to like dig through the mess of all the makeup totally go, oh my gosh like let me try to find you something to take with you as a for a touch-up yeah and it's like that's something obviously it really is in my world all the time I didn't realize how much anxiety that was creating for not just me but also people around me mm-hmm. now it's like nothing it's like we just open the door and it's like Great, there it is what are we gonna pick? all no. your lipsticks are together so all nice. yeah so that's another perfect example of like keeping like with like right and so we just found the simplest and it's always the simplest solution is the best one right if mm-hmm. it's like the least expensive simplest most straightforward thing that's when you're going to maintain it right and so now you can open that drawer and just be like these are all of my eyeliners yes 
And if there's nothing in that little area, then you're like, oh, I need I more eyeliner. Yeah. yeah. Right. Totally. Or if there's like a hundred, you're like, I obviously don't need any more of this one thing. Right. Um, and it's, yeah. So what you were describing is the feeling that comes from visual clutter. And that's when people just kind of tend to shut down oh, because if you so look around you and everything you see is like, oh my God, it's too much. Your brain is like, I just don't even want to process all of that stuff. Right. And, and you so you just, just, you look up. over it. Yeah. yeah. But the underlying feeling of like anxiety and overwhelm that stays with you mm-hmm. because your brain's not capable of like truly shutting it out. So you're really just like sort of bottling up that emotion and that response to it, but you keep reliving it every single time you see that space. And so for you, like going into your bathroom, like you weren't even aware of how much sort of like anxiety or overwhelm that would cause, but it's like your mom noticed it. You noticed it. Your makeup artist noticed it. Like everyone notices this, like, I don't even want to open this drawer because it's like, there's too much and it's too crazy. Mm -hmm. And so let's just like buy something new because that's easier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then at least I know where that thing is. And so now it's so different because it's like we've already confronted that, we've dealt with it, we've moved on, and it's no longer a source of anxiety. And then it makes it that much easier to tackle the next thing. Yeah, and it's which also is so now nice. not just a source of anxiety, but it's now a source of like joy. Yeah, and like use. Actually, you can actually yeah, use like, it. Yeah, like I, I noticed lately, I've been actually sitting down on the days that like I obviously have a minute to myself, and I like if I have to go somewhere and I want like okay, perfect example. This past weekend, not for you know Valentine's you know weekend, Justin and I on Saturday, and like. We don't normally really get a sitter and, you know, go out like we're mm-hmm. going to Like, we stay home, you know. And so we were like, we're going to go out for a few hours. We really need to, like, reconnect and hang out. We're both stressed. A lot going on. Life is super busy. Mm-hmm. And normally, I would get overwhelmed. And I would just be like, oh, let me just see what's in my pocketbook, you know, my purse. And, you know, grab, you know, whatever makeup's in there and touch my face and go. And I, like, sat down, like, at my, you know, so like, nice. little, you know, area that I have in the vanity and everything. And I, like, went through. And, like, it's only 15 minutes. But I, like went through and was like oh okay here's my powder here's my powder and I like did my makeup my husband was like you look so pretty you look so nice and I was like thanks babe and like he always of course thinks I look nice but like the fact that I took the time to take care of myself mm-hmm. and be able to glam myself and feel good about it and feel that and then like continue to feel that feeling and yeah. realize it started with because of how you guys set up and organize my space was just like the best feeling oh I love that yay yeah so you know so it's just like it just it really does speak to that so, you know, like with that being said, why do you think, like, when I've had some people reach out to me, like, on social and be like, oh, my God, don't you feel like this whole process is so daunting? Don't you feel like, you know, like, you're exhausted after you do it? And it's like, yes, okay, I'm going to be real. And I've said this to people on social. Like, yes, I do still feel a little bit of anxiety. Yes, there is definitely an, a heavy purge physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally. Because, like you said, you kind of put it all together and it all kind of yeah. combines and compounds. And it's like, why do you think it is that people choose then instead to sign off and just shut it down and not deal with it when it's still going to, like you said, be there and have to relive it and it's going to pile up versus saying, okay, I'm either going to tackle this or I'm going to hire someone like a post living to mm-hmm. tackle this. Like why, why do you think we as a society and like just as people, like we choose to usually pick the harder option, but feels easier mm. to us. It's like, <laughs> Hey, let's shut down. Uh, well, I think you said it, you know, it feels easier in the moment. I think that's probably true of like anything that's difficult that you don't really want to confront. If you live in a really cluttered space, there's a lot of emotion that goes into that, right? Like, and they're not necessarily always good emotions. Uh, So when you start thinking about like, why do I have so much stuff in my closet? 
then it's like, well, why did I buy that? And like, oh, I'm a terrible person. I shouldn't have wasted money or I shouldn't do this. And it's like, (laughs) these are all things that like are not true. First of all, like you're not a horrible person because you like bought a new outfit. Uh, but it's, there's a lot of like guilt around it. There's a lot of shame that people can experience. Um, and it's like visually overwhelming. It's physically a lot of work to like take apart your whole closet and acknowledge every single thing that you own. Like that's, there's a lot that's there. And so I think when you're met with the physical challenge meets like the emotional challenge, then people are like, no, thank you. <laughs> that is too much. I'm just going to go to Target and like buy something new that makes me feel good. <laughs> and like that's it. Because that is so much easier for that moment. But now it's like another thing that you're bringing into your space. It's adding and compounding to that feeling. Well, and it's, a, it's like you just said, it's kind of like a temporary fix. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a real yeah. solution. Oh, it's just a band-aid so for sure. For like what's going yeah. on versus actually handling the yeah. situation and clearing it. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've all been raised in a culture of like more is more. Mm-hmm. Um, like the bigger the house, the bigger the car, the more stuff you have. It's like that's what kind of is your identity and what shows your worth to the rest of the world. And we all fundamentally know that that's not true. But it's very difficult to kind of live that way, I think. So this is something that like I have been so conscious of um, really since starting Compose Living is like, cause people always ask me, they're like, aren't you exhausted when you get home? I'm like, no, I'm like buzzing with energy. <laughs> I'm so energized by helping other people do this. That like I get home and I look around my house. I'm like, is there anything else in here that I can purge? Like, is there anything else that's taking up like my energetic space that I don't need? But then it also started me looking at like my own purchasing habits and it was like, well, why do I still have stuff that I need to purge? Like, where does it keep coming from? And it's like those moments where I'd be like bored or like needed to fill space. And so I was like, well, I'll just pop into like home goods real quick. And then it's like, oh, this space is only it's only seven ninety nine. <laughs> and then it's like, but do I really need it, though? Like, is this something that truly is enhancing my life or making me feel better? Like, am I going to be a better person because I own this thing? And that was a lot of, I call this kind of like the decluttering, like part two, like once your house is done, then you like start working on all the <laughs> the emotions and like the underlying thoughts and patterns. But I really was still guilty of like making all those impulse purchases. And so it's really only been in this last year that I've been able to be a much more conscious consumer. And like, I haven't bought new clothes probably in the last year, but I have been doing Rent the Runway. So mm-hmm. like, I'm still getting that fix of like, I get to wear something new. But it's not like this, you know, I buy it and then when I'm done with it, it just like goes into a landfill. It's like at least it's, you know, undresses being made for like many people to use and then it's going back. And I love like their sustainability aspect of like how they ship stuff to you and all of that. Uh, So just trying to find more of those things that like don't add permanent clutter to my life, but still allow me to like live the life that I want. Right. Yeah. I want to wear pretty dresses. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, and I love that you said also too about like you know the um, the sustainability part of it, and also just like you know being very intentional. So talking about being intentional, you know we're in February now, Mm -hmm. right? We're like we're midway, which is crazy. So many people talk about obviously you know New Year's and New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. January one, I'm gonna do this, 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 and by now. Not all, but many have <laughs> fallen off as we're in February. And they're like, oh, yeah. I did that for the month. And like, yeah. okay, back to like what Cancel I was doing Cancel that before. gym membership. Right. <laughs> totally, exactly. 
you know? So we're like at that time now, I feel like where a lot of people really fall off on what they're doing in their uh-huh. routines and their practices, being intentional with certain things. Yeah. For you and for, to, for you to share tips for those that feel like they've kind of fallen off and we're trying to organize, we're trying to really keep this practice and all these things they were doing mm-hmm. going into like these next months because we're only in the beginning of 2020. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like people have already fallen off from what January was. What would be some tips you would have of like, keeping it going and, and not being, you know, and being intentional and not shaming yourself, but being very intentional to keep things moving and not just get stuck on, you know, okay, I got through the first month and now I'm done. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. Um, for me, or like being in an organized space is not like you do it once and then you're done with it. So you have to kind of revisit those spaces. I go through our whole house, like every single part of our house throughout the course of an entire year. So I don't go in and declutter my closet like every other week, you know, but I will do it like once every six months uh, because then it's not taking me as long. So my suggestion would be like one tiny space in your home and just know that like that's the area that you're going to focus on being like very intentional about for the month of February. And it can be like I, you know, like my linen closet. And just focus on that area. So it's like, oh, I have five minutes right now. Let me just do like a quick peek at like do all of my sheets. Are they like still in good sets and they're still functional? And then, you know, donate whatever is not working for you. It doesn't need to be like this. I'm going to go through my entire house all this weekend because that's crazy. Nobody can do that. It does not work. And you just and you tap out. Yeah. Well, I was really like, that was a good idea. Dawn. No, there is a reason why, like, we, you know, have even come to see you on so many different days because, like, doing your bathroom, that was a full day. It was a full day of me and you and Maddie. So it's so not reasonable to expect that, like, if you're just on your own without someone to help you, you're going to tackle your entire house in a short amount of time. So we love to break things up into really, really, really small manageable tasks, like one kitchen drawer at a time, one cupboard at a time, only the medicine cabinet, not the whole bathroom. And we have so many resources, um, like free guides and downloads and stuff on our website. Um, I think it's actually just under a tab called resources, (laughs) but you can follow along like we do in January, of course, because everyone with our resolutions, we do a 30 day to clutter free living and we break it down really, really simply. Like today, we're just going to go through your pajamas uh, so that it's not overwhelming. And you can do that at any time. Like you don't just because we did it in January, like we filmed it. And I think you can see all the highlights um, on our Insta stories. Because you can see my actual house and <laughs> some of the things that I, I needed to declutter because it is an ongoing process. Uh, but you can always start that, you know, at any time. And it doesn't even need to be done in 30 days. You can just kind of pick and choose your own timeline. But it will walk you through really slowly things that you could do in like 10 to 15 minutes every day. And so I would check that out and just make it as easy and as fun as possible. We also have like Spotify playlists for decluttering. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So we have like all the different versions of like if it's you're on your own and you just want like a fun like dance mix so you keep the energy going. We have like a love decluttering one if you're like doing something with your partner uh, because that's the air like that's the time I think when people get really tense where it's like one person is trying to make the other person declutter. So we have all the like romantic love songs (laughs) to be like reminder you love each other. (laughs) This should be fun. You shouldn't be (laughs) screaming at each other. Yeah, yeah. 
that. Yeah, so there's all sorts of fun tips and tricks on there, too. I love that you incorporate music, too, because you were doing that even when we were in the bathroom. Yeah. It does. It keeps you, like, in a good zone. and keeps Totally. You up and, like, okay, this doesn't feel as long, and I'm only going through how many songs. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel Take like a little dance there. break. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't feel like you're sitting in silence, just like, Oh my god, this is so overwhelming. Uh, Why am I doing this? That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be fun. If you're not like laughing and dancing and like having a good time with it, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. You're not doing it the composed way. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, that's, that's so awesome. So going back to MySpace, we've walked through the bathroom. Mm-hmm. We've done all of that. We started in the office. Yeah. You guys really made a lot of headway. That, I'm not going to lie, I was extremely nervous of how daunting that was going to be especially mm-hmm. knowing how many pieces of jewelry i have from yeah how many purses how many that i mean i was like oh my god this is going to take a month the office by itself and you guys really did do it in a day you yeah really we made a lot of progress and you really at least the beginning part of it mm-hmm. you went through and you really like pulled everything out again but put it into areas of like purses red carpet jewelry like all these yeah. things that i have and be like okay just start with the purging and like let's just see what you actually need to use and like what you actually need to still keep for your styling mm-hmm. what you don't need for your kit anymore like what can go what can we sell what can we donate like what can we do with all the things what can maddie take for a wedding yeah. <laughs> you know i love it like all the things that like need to be done and i think just like you said going back to your tip of like like with like mm-hmm. it really does make it something even just massive like that for me having all the stylist stuff it makes it a little bit more attainable in your yeah. mind and it makes it's so it manageable so daunting and manageable yeah you don't feel like oh my god i'm going to bash my head against the wall because yeah. i own 500 purses from styling yeah. and like what it I really doing? it really was a lot of purses <laughs> it was a There's lot a of, lot of, of clutches. the same colors <laughs> and like yeah i'm very guilty Uh, No, I mean, that was your job for a really long time, though, and you needed it, and now it just doesn't serve you anymore. So we kept only what is still functional for you now. But also that room, when you talk about how overwhelming it was to even think about it, it wasn't like just your office. It had also become like where you process all of your incoming packages, where you keep things that you still have to like film or talk about. Um, It was all of like this kind of past life of everything you needed for being like an intense stylist. Um, And so it wasn't just like one room. It was kind of like four rooms crammed into one. (laughs) And that's crazy. And I know that that's not what you wanted, but it's that same feeling of like, let's just shut this door and then we won't have to deal with that anymore. I know my mom's listening. My mom came and like, hi Barb, but when she came like for, you know, Christmas time, I was like, don't open the door yeah you know, she was like oh why is that and I was like yes and you so like you can't walk in there <laughs> don't open the door keep the door shut and it's true I think we're all guilty of like keeping the door shut in a certain room that we just don't want to deal with yeah. the door doesn't exist yeah <laughs> it still exists <laughs> Uh, And the most important thing to remember is that like, even if you can't see it, your body and your brain still recognizes that it's there. So even with that door closed, every time you walk past, you're still going to have those same feelings, whether you're acknowledging them or not. And that's what we ultimately want to get rid of, right? We want, when you walk into your house, there shouldn't be expectation that like it's okay to feel anxiety about the space that you're living in because it just doesn't need to be that way right and so whether you can do it yourself or you need to ask someone to help you or recruit friends or whatever it is like there just shouldn't be an area in your home that gives you anxiety like your home is your safe space it's supposed to be like the most beautiful energy the most loving supportive place for you to come and unwind and like recharge like everywhere else is 
crazy. Yeah, everywhere else out there, it's like you go out Especially and like we're in LA, LA and it's like traffic and like road rage yeah, and it's just chaos. nuts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we don't, we want people to like take the courage to be like, I'm not just going to shut the door on that. I'm going to like face this head on and I'm going to create the space that I deserve to be living in. Yeah, I love that. And so walk us through kind of further with my office of where we've gotten to and kind of where we started. Like you said, it was kind of like four yeah, rooms in one. Totally. In, door was shut. We opened the door. We opened the door. <laughs> we created some floor space. Uh, so like with everything that we do, we started, like you said, by pulling everything out so that we have a really good understanding of where we're starting. And I know that you already know the end result of what you want that room to look like. And so I think one mistake that people kind of make is that they have the end result in mind and so they start like buying products Mm -hmm. thinking the products are going to help them get organized and so we had talked to you before we even got started where it was like no the first thing we need to do is do a massive round of decluttering because we won't even know what we need in this space until we can see everything that is left behind And so like we can't sell the furniture in there because we don't know if we're still going to need one of the dressers to house some of the stuff um, because we just don't really know how much stuff is going to be left in here. And so that's why we always start with decluttering. When we get it down to what we truly know is going to stay there, only then can you look at a space and say, a shelf here would be perfect or I need to buy a bookcase, like whatever the thing is. And so we did the first round of decluttering with you. We're going to keep working through the rest of the styling stuff and make sure that we're only keeping the things that you can use. Uh, I guess one of the things we haven't really talked about is what we're doing with your stuff. I know, right? <laughs> so a lot of the things, you know, if it's something that can't sell, but that's like in really good condition, we're going to do a lot of partnerships with like foster youth where we can donate clothes and accessories. Um, we try to find with all of our clients the most like direct to end user way of donating things uh, because I just think that's so special. Like if there's someone who can use it and they're not going to be charged to use it, that's such a great way of repurposing your stuff. So like oh, dress yeah. for success, um, any of those things. Too. Yeah. Like, Totally. Oh my gosh. And like all the beautiful like costume jewelry and all of that stuff. That's so cool to be able to give that to someone who like for them, it's going to be so meaningful and so special. And so we're doing a lot of that, um, which is awesome and so generous of you. Then, you know, if there's like furniture we come across that we can sell or whatever, like then we'll kind of navigate those things. But yeah, so it's just still going through making sure that we're keeping only the things that you're going to use. And then we're going to try and create, (laughs) yeah, one space because it's been kind of broken out into two areas of your home. We're going to condense that down into just one space. Right. And you're referring to my office and my garage because Mm -hmm. basically I, once I was overwhelmed in my office, I was like, oh, the overflow is going to go in the garage and that's where it's lived. Yeah. Right. So, and then, you know, that's not conducive to your garage functioning the way that your garage should function. So... We, yes, at the end of this, you're going to have a functional garage. <laughs> Justin will be able to build the tool bench of his dreams, yes. a little like Are workshop you area. Poor guy. He's like, oh, he's like, I just love that she has a vision and walks in my garage and goes, oh, yeah, of course he should have an area for his work thing. He's like, yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. Well, he's <laughs> so great at building stuff and yeah. he's so skilled. Um, and in like where he should have a tool bench is like <laughs> evening gowns. <laughs> <laughs> evening gowns, 
been the been the Poshmark of like That's so funny. Yeah, Poor so, guy. I know it's true. So we're gonna find <laughs> a better balance uh, of where he can have the stuff that he needs in the garage. There'll be some empty space in there just for like household storage. And then your office will truly be able to function as an office where you can have furniture in there. You can do your right. podcasting in there. I can have a and, guest yeah, bedroom situation totally. that we talked about because I am transitioning with the baby coming of like mm-hmm. having another room. It's going to be, be used from a guest bedroom to becoming another baby room. So it's, yeah. we've talked about all those things and like what that vision means and how it's going to Absolutely. Look and all of that. And then also still addressing the influencer piece of like inbound boxes and where those are going to go when they're sort of like in that in-between time of like you haven't had time to like test them out and photograph and right. talk about them and share them and all of those things. Uh, so making sure those have a place to live that is not like your dining room table right. or the entryway or like yeah, on the floor totally or whatever. so guilty. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I mean, it's not. It's what else are you supposed to do with it? Right. You know, like. Right. I don't think you bought this house with the intention of like, I'm going to get all this stuff in the mail every day and I'm going to have to figure out how to do it. I'm so grateful for the packages just get bigger. I mean, you've seen, you've been here so many times when packages have arrived. It's just like boxes on boxes. It's like, oh my gosh. Which is amazing. And you're right. I know you're so grateful for it. But yes, it is. um, It's just a part of like what we need to create as a good system for you. Right. Well, and like you said too, like moving it out with me, not also feeling I have to hold on to everything. Mm-hmm. And then also like, I loved like You had said to me when we were up in my bathroom, we're going through so much stuff that you were like, I also really don't want you to like tell the universe and like whatever else, you know, you actually like believe in and feel and align with that. Like, Hey, I have so much stuff, like stop. I don't yeah. need anything else. Because it's also not a good thing. Like, you want to always be bringing in abundance to yourself. Absolutely. And so like, you're like, we need to figure out, how to move things along and for you to keep what you need to keep but then the things that you don't mm-hmm. donate give as a gift you know get rid of whatever it may be and not just sit in it and that yeah. really resonated with me I told you and I've really been keeping that in mind heavily with like every space we've been working on together yeah absolutely and, like, it continuously registers with me to be like yes you do want to keep calling in all that so like what can we get rid of and what can we you know donate and all the things that like should happen yeah you know with everything it's so funny because people get so uncomfortable with like white space around them. Yes, it's true. And like, we always want to so fill empty? it. Yes. Yeah. But I look at that. I always try to reframe that with clients. Like when you have empty space, you're inviting possibility. You're inviting the opportunity for the universe to deliver you something new. But if that. you don't have those spaces, if everything's so crammed full, right. you right. literally, right. you are right. telling that you're like, no, I'm good. I have everything I need. I have more than what I can handle. Right. So please just like stop providing me with new things. And I know that's not how anybody wants to feel like kind of stagnant. You know, yeah. you want things to come in. You want to use them and love them and appreciate them and like be done with them and have something else new come in and you know it's just such a good flow. No I love that and speaking to that I want to go back to when you were kind of saying with the home goods and all that like when you go shopping you've Mm -hmm. told me before when we've been just hanging out at my house you're very intentional about the way you shop and you really like if you love something and Mm -hmm. you're like oh I really love this and it's a great price point or whatever it may be you like really sit there and like consider like where is it going to go in my home and Mm -hmm. what is it going to do for me energetically and I really need this or just something that I want in the moment. Like, how do you process that? And what would be your tips to us that do go out, you know, shopping in the world all the time or online and say, oh, I want to get this or, oh, I want to order that or whatever it may be. How are you so good about, you know, being intentional about that? And what are some of the kind of, I guess, questions you ask yourself and some tips to give us of what we could ask when we're looking to make a purchase? Yeah. Um, First, 
and foremost, I think, is like give yourself some grace because <laughs> I have been practicing this for a very long time. Um, and I'm still not perfect at it. So, but you know, you practice what you preach. Yes, 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 yes. You have. I mean, you should. Uh, for me, I think I've gotten it down to a place of like I understand that my home is all energy, and it's all energy that I have created. And so, if I'm bringing in this new thing, like, is that in line with the life that I want to create for myself, or is it just going to be like another thing that's taking up space? Uh, because once it's in my home, I now have to create a place for it to live. I have to like dust it all the time, like whatever the thing is, like it's going to be there somewhere. And so now it's taking up energy in my home and I have to keep expending energy to take care of this thing. And really, I just don't want to, like, I'm quite lazy. <laughs> like I don't want to, unless it's a thing that I love. And so like, you know, Chad and I, we just came back from, we did like a little pre-Valentine's Day getaway in Santa Inez. And we saw this like ceramic, like hand making the peace sign gesture. And the minute I walked in, I was so drawn to it. It was like, oh, I love it. And it was like a local artist who had designed it. It was so cute. And then the next time I walked in, I saw it and I like same reaction. I was like, I just like love this little thing. Yeah. And he looked at it. There was like four of them on a shelf. And I was like, which one's your favorite? And he picked the same one that was my favorite because oh, they're wow. all kind of like different colors and different shapes. And then when we were leaving, he's like, you know what? I think that we should buy this. He's like, I know exactly where it's going to go. I want it like on the shelf in the living room. And so it's like, it's those kinds of moments where I'm like, yes, we both love it. We both were immediately drawn to it. And now every time I see this thing, it's a reminder that we took time in our marriage to like go be just the two of us and enjoy each other's company. So it's like getting to a place where that's going to be the feeling that you have when you see stuff around you instead of like, oh, I just picked that up. And like, I don't even really remember where or when. And it has zero significance to me. Some stuff needs needs to be like that sure. like you need like a spatula right. in your kitchen like it doesn't need to be, <laughs> to be right. yeah. Totally. yeah so some things are yeah <laughs> and like may, good for you if right. like you remember right. where you bought every okay. kitchen appliance but um it's with the unnecessary things like the things that just make your home a home like the beautiful little touches those are the things that should really be special to you and you should have a positive emotion attached to them yeah um and sometimes you do just find that in like a random store when you're like I love this thing and it makes me happy every time I see it that's awesome there's nothing wrong with buying those things if you're trying to like not overwhelm your house and just bring in like really intentional pieces kind of slowly and I would wait until you have that moment where you can't stop thinking about something or if it triggers like a really special memory for you Oh, no, those are really good tips, and I guess that really then helps you to be really intentional, Mm -hmm. like, why I really want this piece, or why this dress makes me feel good, or whatever it might be. Yeah, Yeah. totally. No, that's really cool. Well, I know you have so many resources on your site, of course, that we can go to and get tips and everything, and like you said, your Instagram highlights, and obviously things I've been posting, if you want to check out things that we've been doing with my journey and follow along. Is there anything else you want to share with us? I know we have to get to work in yeah. my house. I hear my daughter <laughs> fighting Maddie right now. Real mom life. Um, but is there anything else you want to share with us before you and I go dive into the second day of the office and garage and everything else? I'm so excited. Um, no, I don't think so. I think, you know, everyone can head over to it's just composeliving.com. 
Um, and there is so many free guides on there. Yeah, There's resources. So the site is like also aesthetically beautiful. Yeah. Big shot. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh. That's like an area where I'm filled with like so much like imposter syndrome uh-huh. just because I did it myself. And like, I'm not no, a web so designer. Totally I'm hypercritical of it. Thank you. Um, yeah. And you can follow along with the 30 days to clutter free living. Uh, there's also a guide on there for like our favorite places to donate goods. Uh, like, you know, if you don't just kind of want to drop stuff off at the Goodwill, which like, there's nothing wrong with that either. But like, um, if you do have the time and want to be more intentional or just kind of want to see what some options are out there, there's a whole guide to those kinds of places too. And then if you have any questions, I love getting DMs on Instagram. Yes, yeah, she loves to answer all the Yes. Questions. Oh my gosh. It's like I could talk about organizing all day, every day. <laughs> so if you get stuck on something, you want to text me a picture. Like I'm always open to that. I just love hearing from everyone and kind of giving out my two cents on how we yeah, can make their space. Yeah, you such a great job with the community, you know, on your social of answering people's direct questions. Like you said, pictures, different ideas. You also post like great, you know, on your little squares, you know, in your feeds, like great pictures of transformations, as well as like visions and ways to really like have a feel for maybe a certain aesthetic you want. And I also love like the affirmations and the cool quotes. You oh, thank you. In there that just like make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You should feel good. Like everyone at the end of the day, that's like why we want to organize our spaces, right? Is so that we feel good. Yeah. And we kind of started this podcast talking about that. Like it wasn't just about our homes. It was about right. the whole way that we're living and picture. finding, yeah, the best, most beautiful way to, you know, really compose the life of your dreams. I love that. Which is yeah. hence compose living. Yeah. So this was amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to like dive in further today and then update them the next time we do another uh, podcast of how things are going. But um, like I said, go follow her at Composed Living, you know, on social, the website, ComposedLiving.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, anywhere else that they should uh, find anything else. HGTV no. in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. I will um, definitely post that oh, everywhere yeah. once yeah. it's out. Yeah. It should and be she's really got, fun. Like, some other big projects in the, in the works that she's not going to talk about either, but um, yes, yeah, so make sure, you know, you guys check that all out. And if, you know, if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like, you know, like she said, that anxiety or whatever, just, you know, check out Compose Living, even just for those free resources to really get a feel of how you can live that best life for yourself in such a not decluttered space. And I am a true testament of someone who, I don't want to say hoards, but definitely <laughs> likes to keep too much stuff. And I'm learning and processing And it has been like an incredible, magical journey from the beginning. So thank you, Elsa and Maddie and the Composed Living team. And until next time, guys, cheers. Bye.